0: Hello and welcome to the Gambler Betting Podcast. I'm Selectbet. I'm joined by Greg for to an exciting finale, Greg, in the World Leagues of Scottish Football this weekend.
1: Well, it's two nights to go until the Scottish Championship Friday Night Bonanza. I can't believe it's
0: come down to this in the, the Championship. There's <laughs> so much to play for in the Championship, yet yeah, the other two divisions are pretty much done and dusted as, as well, aren't they?
1: Yeah, pretty much. I think, obviously, the Championship will speak through that league in a second. League One pretty much done. Just one more, I guess, confirmation of who's finishing third and fourth in that league between Alloa and Airdrie. And in League Two, it's all about who's going to finish, again, third and fourth between Annen and East Fife. And also the the playoff spot at the bottom. So a kind of two-way fight between... Albion Rovers and Bonaire
0: Rose. Yeah, so we're going to have a, a right good look at this championship fixtures. It's Friday night, Greg, live on telly. We've got the D v Queen's Park, but all uh, five games kicking off at the same time.
1: Yeah, quarter to eight. And you see live on TV, I think it's live across the globe. I think there's uh, people <laughs> tuning in at all corners of the <laughs> and world. <so> and <laughs> <be. This> <laughs> so there should
0: be. So there should be. We're also at the first round of the post-split in the Premiership. There's a few issues still to be resolved there, obviously. Uh, Nothing is fully decided just yet. Um, Plenty to play for at the top. Celtic still clinch the title. There's a, what, four-way battle, I guess, for Europe. Um, And then at the bottom, still, I'd say Livingston are probably pretty safe. Motherwell pretty safe. Probably four teams in danger of getting down, Greg?
1: Yeah, but that's a pretty accurate um, assessment of how the Premiership's looking. I think there are four teams in place for that top... um, kind of four finish piece. Aberdeen and the Hearts will be looking to finish third, I think. I don't think Hibs will make any any inroads, and I must admit, St. Men will do well to pick up any points in the top six um, matches this season. And their first top six venture since 1985, <laughs> I believe it is. Is it uh, when I was a wee boy? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's long before there was a, a long, sport. long time ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so the, the first top six appearance or the first finish in the top six. So, well done to St. Mirren for doing that. Yeah, absolutely. But in terms of the bottom six, Yes, yeah, St. Johnston, Dungeon United, Kilmarnock and Ross County, very, very tight. There's only six points separating all four teams and massive, massive game at McDermott Park on Saturday. St. Johnston v. Dungeon United. We'll speak about that game too. And we've got Ross County v Livingston to look at as well.
0: Yeah, but we're going to give uh, the Championship Pride a place this week. We'll we'll cover that first. Before we get there, Greg, anything from last week on the podcast for us?
1: I think last week we highlighted AR very early in the week to to beat Wraith Rovers and the fact that Wraith Rovers' season's finished. They struggled to put a bench out again. Only two players made the bench at the weekend unfortunately we backed over 1.5 match goals which was which was short unfortunately but thankfully norwegian football back and any losses we made in scotland at the weekend were more than made up for by five six seven eight winners across norway across the weekend So, not the Norwegian podcast tonight, but we'll speak about Norway on the Norwegian podcast with David later on.
0: Yeah, so if you've not listened to that already, make sure you get a listen to that. It should be available Thursday night. Um, Make sure you get a listen to that if you get a chance. Um, Okay, let's get stuck into this championship finale on Friday, (laughs) Greg, and I don't think it could be any more exciting. We've got the top two playing against each other, and it's been a season where no one's looked like they have wanted to get promoted
1: i think last season was a really poor championship obviously our bro th- stole the headlines with their antics right up until the the last game where Komarnik won the league and um, we've got a repeat of that but i have to say this season it's probably been worse in terms of quality not so much in terms of excitement because obviously to get to the last game of the season and have nine sides playing for something's fantastic yeah. and it should be celebrated but let's be honest it's been a pretty poor league. A lot of very, very poor teams. Partick Thistle, for example, will be kicking themselves. Yeah. They are four points behind Dundee, given how poor Dundee have been. Obviously, nobody expected Queens Park to be second, and I must admit, Queens Park have collected four points from their last eighteen available and at they're this still time the season, and they've still got a chance to <laughs> be champions. So it just shows you how poor Dundee have been.
0: So I was so, going to, I was going to ask you. Even if if Dundee win on Friday and they win the league, they will finish with sixty-three points, which will be the lowest tally ever for a thirty-six game season since it changed. uh, Do I have the year? I don't even know the year it changed. But um, who who had the lowest tally? Other than that, do you know? Oh, I don't know. Come on, no idea. I'm asking so, you what, what, Was it specifically, St. Johnston? <laughs> specifically, yes, it was St Johnston 65 points from a 36-game season uh, In season 08-09 So, yeah, I mean It's possible that Queen's Park could could win the league With just 61 points With uh, 7 draws and 11 defeats So, yeah, that probably speaks to the point That it has been a I hesitate to call it a poor season But it's certainly been a season where there's been A lot of missed opportunities for clubs
1: Lots of missed opportunities, a lot of surprise packages too. I don't think anyone expected Queen's Park to be fighting for the title on the last game of the season. Yeah, I don't so think
0: Queen's Park expected it. No, I don't think no, it did.
1: <laughs> I don't think anyone expected United to do well. They've obviously been boosted by their star striker Akiniemi,
0: who's yeah. been
1: fantastic this season and he'll probably win Player of the Year in the Championship, if not in my opinion, probably the whole of Scotland. <laughs> Especially after struggling last season. Air United. Even Morton had a really good season this year and they're not out of the mix shit either for nope. the for the playoffs. Yeah. I, I guess the biggest disappointment would have been Hamilton and I guess our broth after last year's efforts to, to still be in with a shout of finishing in the playoff spot. It's been a pretty disappointing season. But we did say that there was no chance in hell they were going to emulate last season. Yeah. So yeah. with one match to go Only Wraith Rovers have nothing to play for, and we'll touch upon their match um, very shortly.
0: Yeah, so there's effectively three issues to be decided. Who wins the league, who finishes top four, and who finishes second bottom and bottom, which determines immediate relegation and who will play in the playoffs against a a League One side.
1: Yeah, I think the the title decider is very simple. Dundee win it or Queen's Park win it. Dundee have the advantage of going there knowing they just need to pick up a point to secure the title. Uh, Dundee's away form hasn't been great. And obviously, as everyone knows, I'm heavily involved in Dundee um, this season. So looking forward to this game. I do expect Dundee to go over the line. And I did say back in January, they will crawl their way to the title. They'll do enough. They'll get the job done. And I'm hoping that's the case on Friday night. No disrespect to any Queen's Park fans out there listening. But the big one, though, is the the playoff piece. With four sides involved, all four sides could finish either second. Well, some could finish second, some could finish third. There's so many permutations involved (laughs) in the playoffs. Part of the could finish second still. Queen's Park could find themselves sitting third eh, come half past nine on on Friday night. So it's all to play for, obviously, at the bottom. Hamilton must-win match in their game against Arbroath and Cove also needing to pick up points if they avoid the, the playoff spot in their match against Morton so it's going to be a fascinating night lots of twists and turns hoping for lots of goals hoping for a Dundee win and hoping that Partick Thistle absolutely batter Wraith Rovers
0: hmm. Yeah, pity the guy who's working on the As It Stands table during that live <laughs> broadcast because it's going to be running round like a, an airport destination board I like, think at times <laughs> on Friday night um, OK, so let's just Wrap up on it in the DV queens Park game, Greg. Queen's Park are 2-1 to win at home Then D19-20.
1: Probably fair. I think, as I said, Queen's Park's form has been dire. They, they really have chucked this league away, which is unfair to one extent, given how well they've done. But they really should have had this league wrapped up um, weeks ago. Um, obviously went in that really poor run, and they now find themselves... In a position where they have to beat dundee on on friday night and i don't think they will mm-hmm. I, I really don't i think dundee will will do what they need to do they might very well just collect the draw dundee but they will hopefully crawl over the line nothing for me in this match i've got enough money in this match as it is mm-hmm. without having to weigh in any more money on, on on dundee to win this match but it's a tough one to call just given the nature of the game, though Dundee only need a draw. Queens Park have to attack, though, and Queens Park do rack up a ridiculous amount of corners for the for the championship. Um, very very high lines. Now, I've never seen a line set at over twelve point five anywhere in the universe so you're <laughs> over 12.5 corners at even money in this game and it just yeah. goes to show how many corners at queen's park get in their matches i haven't seen match corner bet yet i'm expecting queen's park will be um probably quite short odds on to win that corner's match bet but we might get odds closer to the game itself but yeah, yeah. there should be queen's park corners given they have to win this
0: yeah Dundee corners aren't bad either greg
1: yeah, so match corners is not the worst of shits, but there's absolutely no way I'm going over 12.5. Evens. No, no. I think over 10.5 is fair enough, but needing 13 corners is, is a big ask.
0: Okay, so might just be one best at watching a neutral. Obviously, you've got some um, previous interest in Dundee, and some members from the channel will be will be on that as well. So as we say, fingers crossed they get it over the line from a betting point of view.
1: Yeah, that's all we can ask for. Get over the line, get the job done, and we'll collect on Friday night.
0: Okay. Um, probably the the next best game, I guess, after that is Inverness v United, and that feels like a kind of winner-takes-all game as well. Inverness into the Scottish Cup final um, after beating Falkirk at the weekend, quite a convincing win there, so they have got that to look forward to. And it could be a fantastic end of the season for Inverness if they can get the victory tonight and go in with some serious momentum into the playoffs.
1: Yeah, absolutely. They know they have to to win this match as well, Verness, which, again, the goal line in the championship games this weekend has been set pretty, um, in terms of the price, quite low. Normally for championship games, you're getting even money for over 2.5 goals, sometimes odds against, but I think all five matches are odds on for over 2.5 goals. As you say, it should be a cracking match. Ayr will be looking to finish Second, potentially as well, and DB beat <laughs> Queen's Park and part of feel to win. There's every chance here can find themselves sitting second, which is quite remarkable, really. So, again, it should be quite an open match. I think we're getting over 2.5 goals in this game, at three to four. So, out of the five matches, this looks primed, I think, for me for goals, yeah, for this match. Uh, and again, that's something I mentioned on the channel before Friday,
0: yeah, Aaron and the. Unique position, maybe. I think Embrace might be the same. Air could finish second or they could finish sixth by the end of Friday night, uh, just depending on how some of these results go. But how um, many times have we at air off this season and they're still in the hunt? You know, going into the final game of the season, they are fourth on the table.
1: Yeah, they really struggled last season, Air, but they have had a good season. They've gone through a sticky patch, probably not collecting as many points at home as they'd have hoped. And I know Stuart will be listening and he'll be kicking himself as well. And you could probably say that across all the teams. Well, not all the teams, but a good few teams will be kicking themselves, Patrick Thistle in particular, who I think went on a, a seven-game winless run, and that included defeats at home to Hamilton and Cove. So they'll be kicking themselves. Inverness were missing quite a lot, their key players this season as well. And I think Billy Dawes has been very vocal on that, that... The reason why they've had an upturn in fortunes and reached the Scottish Cup finals because they've had pretty much their their full team back uh, playing and playing well.
0: Yeah, definitely the form team at the moment, Greg.
1: They really are, yeah, absolutely. And at, at home against here, you know, you, you'd probably fancy Inverest to win this match. I think it's a very decent price at, at eleven to
0: eight. Very much from
1: so. Yeah. The home side, given that they are the form team in the league they'll be obviously very excited for the Scottish Cup um, final as well have to look forward to. So um, I think it'll be a cracking match Inverness here and I do think there'll be goals in it.
0: Yeah. Uh, one game you have highlighted earlier in the week is Thistle's visit to Raith Rovers. I already touched on the fact that Raith Rovers are the only team in 10 who have nothing to play for and it has been that way for Raith Rovers for the past few weeks and they've kind of played like it, haven't they?
1: They have. And I must admit, this is probably one of my best bets of the season so far, I would say. When I saw 11 to 10 on Partit Thistle very, very early on Monday morning, I could not believe my eyes. Yep. <laughs> so that was shared on the channel um, Monday morning, 11 to 10 for Partit Thistle to win. And I'll, I'll get to why in a second. They're now 8 to 13, or I think now 8 to 11 to, to win this match. And I did say on Monday, there's not a chance in the hell they're going to be um, anywhere near 11 to 10 come kick off Friday night. Fully expecting more money to come in for Thistle. As the as the next two days pass, um, you could very well find thistle going off at one to two. And the reason for that is one, Wraith Rovers are the only side with nothing to play for. Wraith Rovers have been on a pretty dismal run of form. Um, lots of suspensions, lots of players out injured, they've only managed to field two substitutes in their last two games, win less than seven now, and part of this know that they have to go there and win if they want to finish second. And second's very much a, a possibility, given the fact that Queen's Park might not win at home to Dundee. Yeah. And if Thistle finish second, they essentially miss out a round of playoff matches. Yeah. So they, they jump from the quarterfinals straight to the semifinals. Yeah,
0: I mean, that's a big incentive, isn't it?
1: It's a, it's a massive incentive. No side's been promoted from playing six matches. Right. Three ties, six matches. So the team's finishing fourth. Um, in the, the championship uh, don't have a great chance of getting promoted. They just yeah. run at steam, uh, they're playing six games in a short amount of time and Thistle will really want to have that extra rest in place before they play um, in their first playoff match.
0: Yeah, just on that point um, the SBFL could have a major headache if uh, Inverness finish third or fourth in the table Because the final playoff matches are due On Thursday the 1st of June and Sunday the 4th of June Inverness have the Scottish Cup final on Saturday the 3rd of June So <laughs> the fixture, fixture list would have them playing Thursday, Saturday, Sunday uh, So yeah, that they'll be hoping that Inverness don't get to that playoff final um, OK, so that overs week, This was Just a straightforward Thistle win for you As you mentioned earlier in the week
1: yeah, I think so, and also Thistle as well have been in no really good form, just one defeat in 12 for them for, for doing now, and no, I think they've not won a match at at Wraith Rovers since 2011, eight matches now stuff like that doesn't really bother me, so mm-hmm. um, records are there to be broken, so fully expecting Thistle will go there, there'll be a decent crowd from Thistle there as well, and Wraith Rovers nothing to play for, Thistle should get the job done
0: yeah, and you obviously tipped it 11 to 10 earlier in the week. What's the lowest price you would go on the special one?
1: Well, you, as a single, I, I wouldn't go any lower than 4 to 5, but you're not going to get 4 to 5 anymore, so you're mm-hmm. probably going to have to double them up for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, they're 8 to 11 at the moment, but I'm fully expecting them to go off a little bit shorter um, come, come Friday night. But I think as well, 11 to 10 is a sensational price. An absolutely sensational price, given the dynamics of this match. Um, We've well and truly beaten the line, and fingers crossed this will get the job done. Yeah.
0: Um, Up at Cove, there's plenty on the line for both Cove Rangers and Morton. Morton kept themselves in the hunt last weekend with a win over Queen's Park, and they're one of the teams that could just sneak up on the rails, Greg, if they can win at Cove and other results go their way.
1: They really could. You need to factor in the fact they they beat Arbroath away two weeks ago, and they've gone to Dundee, who were fully expecting to get three points. Pretty much shocked Dundee, a nil-nil draw, a very valuable point. And there's every chance they've got enough about them to collect the win against Morton. Morton, obviously, much stronger at home. Dougie Emery's done a great job there. And obviously, the beat Queen's Part 2-1 on Saturday. So thank you, Dougie Emery and men, for that. But <laughs> this match could go anyway. Um, part of me thinking COVID-11-5... They might just nick a wee win here, but at the same time, Morton have to win to get into the playoffs. So yeah, yeah. it's really difficult. So I think for me, there's definitely a goals angle across all five matches that we'll, we'll get to.
0: Yeah, for Cove, they need. I think they need to win, and they need Arbroath to lose in order to avoid relegation altogether. Uh, so they'll be keeping their eyes on what's happening just down the road at Arbroath, uh, where Hamilton are the visitors. Greg, and it's a case of. The winner stays up here, but obviously they're both have got the advantage. They've got a three-point advantage over Hamilton getting into this one.
1: Yeah, Hamilton got a lot of grief um, in their time in the Premiership, but I think people need to remember they were in the Premiership for, what, seven or eight seasons? They're done, done nearly well. Quite sad to see them probably go down to League One and the Ferman and Falkirk will we'll call out. It's not an easy league to get out of. So I think if Hamilton do go down, I think it could be a long time before they see them back in the Championship again.
0: Yeah, good to club happen, you know. Um it'd be a shame to see them kinda of fall down in division so quickly. Having said that, a draw might be enough for them on Friday night of Cove get beat.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. There's there's so many ways this league could work out. I might try and do a little um league predictor. How will the league look? <laughs> uh come tomorrow night. I'll maybe put that on Twitter t- uh, tomorrow morning and s- yeah. see what people that, think.
0: That would be interesting actually. Um okay. No bet in that one for you either. Uh,
1: no bet in this match, no. Okay,
0: you do like the look of goals across the board, though, don't you? Because there's so much at stake.
1: Well, yeah, I think it's well known that I do love a a last day of the season goals bonanza in any league, really. It doesn't matter what league it's in, you tend to find there's always goals in the last game of the season. Um, I don't have any stats to back that up, but I probably do by the amount of tips I've put up over the years where there's lots and lots of goals in the final round. And that's just a simple logic. Most teams have got something to play for and yeah. we um, see high scoring matches so i think for me on friday night i'll be taking all five games over 1.5 match goals and that pays two to one um i've not looked yet at the over 2.5 goals line but just give me a quick second i'll tell you what it is 18 to 1 might be a yeah. bit elsewhere 18 to 1 for all five games over 2.5 match goals as well what we'll be doing though is a, a greg special I'll be doing all five games a goal in the first 10 minutes. Um, Permed, five folds, four folds and trebles, a five pound stake. And also, I'll be doing all five matches a goal before half an hour. Now, these markets will probably appear in play on Bet365, but I know William Hill and other bookies also offer pre-match bets on those same markets. And again, it's, it's small stakes, but massive returns if they come in. I'm expecting that the go in the first 10 minutes line for your fiver will probably pay about 1800 pound probably for nice. all five to have a go in the first 10, 10 minutes so definitely worth doing and a bit of fun for friday night and do perm them perm them fivefold fourfold and travels yeah so 50p accumulator 30p four uh, fourfold and 30p travels
0: OK, let's have a quick look at League 1 and League 2, and then we'll circle back to the Premiership. Greg, not a lot to be decided in League 1. It's just really where Aloha and Airdrie finish.
1: Yeah, both stuck on 57 points. Obviously, Airdrie and their goal scoring exploits the last two or three months will be disappointed to have kind of fallen well behind um, Falkirk in League 1. Aloha have done well, though, to get into the playoff spots, which is which is really good for them. Obviously, Aloha at home to done firm one. It's always difficult to understand how our Dunfermline are going to play in this yeah. match. Nothing to play for. Leagues wrapped up. Looking forward to the championship. Aloha are 9 to 5. Very tempting. And also, Airdrie are away to Edinburgh City at 6 to 5. Now, Edinburgh City have nothing to play for. However, they absolutely owned Airdrie this season. 6 mm. 0 victory at Airdrie, a 5 3 victory at Airdrie and a 3-1 home win. They've scored 14 goals against Airdrie this season, but they've not won in four at home, and they've only won one in the last seven there in the City. So, 65 for Airdrie in a match that they want to win, must win, and they want to finish third, um, against a side with nothing to play for. We Maybe have to just overlook that record this season, and probably back Airdrie at 65.
0: Yeah, they probably feel like they owe FC Edinburgh.
1: <laughs> Definitely. Especially
0: having conceded so many goals. Uh, yeah, I think that's a fair shout. I also think that Aloha
1: price,
0: uh aye, you've got to be interested in that at ninety five again. Well
1: it's a decent double. Um I think it pays five to one, the double yeah, on yeah. Aloha and Airdrie. Yeah. Outside of that, there's not much
0: happening in League One. Clyde will play in the playoff. Peterhead already down, as we suspected from very early in the season.
1: Yeah, I feel a bit sorry for Peterhead. We we knew they were on to, to nothing probably start of July when they started their Betfred Cup matches, yeah. and, and they were kind of they didn't really have a squad at that point. They were bringing boys in from the Highland League. And it's been a bit of a disaster this season. Uh, finished on, what, 16 points for the season at 35 games. Just three wins and pretty much the, the league's whipping boys. Yeah. And again, it'll be really difficult for them to come back up from a really competitive League 2.
0: Yeah, it looks like it. <clears throat> uh, speaking of which, uh, everything pretty much decided at the top of League 2. The big issue to be resolved is down at the bottom, where Bonnie Rigger three points ahead of Albion Rovers, who are bottom of the table.
1: Yeah, so Albion Rovers home to Stirling Albion. Again, another tricky match. Stirling Albion have wrapped up the, the title in style, I think 12 points ahead of Dumbarton. Yeah. League champions, Albion Rovers have to win this match. They've got a better goal difference than, what, one, two, three, four, six teams in the league. They're only minus three, so there's a chance they can stay up. However, they are relying on Elgin City doing them a favour and beating Bonnie Rose. Now, we missed the boat a little bit, I think, over the last five or six weeks on Borne-Rig Rose and the fact that every single match has been under 2.5 goals. Every match they've played has been either 1 0 or 0 0. So, definitely a missed opportunity on the, on the unders. But I couldn't bring myself to back unders in the final game of the season. Yeah. Um, who knows what could happen? But they are 11 to 10, Bonnie Rigg Rose, to win this match against an Elgin side who. Are already up, who have guaranteed safety. I think that was courtesy of a, a Ross Draper, last minute goal last weekend to keep them in the league mm-hmm. or keep them off the bottom spot, which is great, and they retain their status for next season. So Borne-Rig Rose at home in decent form, to be fair, one of the form sides in League Two. Borne-Rig Rose against a side playing for nothing, um, eleven to ten for Borne-Rig Rose and eight to five for Albion Rovers.
0: Yeah, that eleven to ten in is not the worst price, is it?
1: It's not. Um, if you want to do the, um, let's see, the Bonnie Rig Rose, Albion Rovers, Airdrie and Aloha fourfold, oh, 30, 32 to 1. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm a to <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. now. Uh,
0: absolutely. Just going back to the Albion Rovers goal difference, I mean, them beating Stirling Albion will be a job in itself, but if they to win by four goals, they could still finish bottom with a positive goal difference. I wonder if that's ever happened before.
1: Probably not, in fact yeah.
0: definitely not Definitely not, okay we'll recap some of these thoughts that you've got for the weekend before we wrap up Greg let's have a quick look at the Premiership, as I say big issue at the top of the table with Celtic are one win away from clinching an 11th title in 12 seasons and they're obviously well on their way to a potential treble as well, been very worthy champions this season I think Greg Oh well, they
1: have, they've been sensational haven't they, yeah. um, free scoring they've gone on some incredible runs in terms of wins they've been good to watch and they've blown away rangers five times this season um or, I think, was it, what, four. two draws what, four, times, sorry, four, four times four wins and one draw. Think, yeah and i think last weekend they showed that they can
0: win in different ways as well you know they've you know they're, they're, they're kind of swashbuckling and plenty of goals uh you know they stuck it out at the weekend and, and won that one now um, and they might have to do the same at time Castle on sunday
1: it was a good win for Hearts in their last match.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, a really good win. They needed that win. Yeah. And it takes them back into the mix. Yeah. But Celtic, probably the best place I've been for a while, uh, 1 to 3 <laughs> 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 to win this match. I, I don't know what we'll get from Hearts on Sunday. Mm. I, I really don't. I think it's going to be a tricky game to call. I don't think we'll be back in Celtic at 1 to 3, to, to be fair. I do like local look of Hearts, though, to get three corners, 8 to 15 for three corners, so very much um one part of, of a double in that respect. And then you can go to obviously Ibrox, Aberdeen, visit Ibrox after winning 2 0 um two weeks ago. They are four to five to get three corners um in this game. Aberdeen. Rangers conceding plenty corners at home, three or four every match. So it's not the worst um double that one. And yeah. I think four to five in Aberdeen to get three corners is, is pretty solid
0: and uh, obviously Barry Robson has been announced as permanent manager of Aberdeen as well um, I'm never sure if that's a good thing Craig I always think that you, you, you know, these uh, temporary managers often get much more out of the team up until they get appointed in the position full time
1: I, I was a bit surprised they announced it so early mm. I generally would have waited. thought they yeah. would have waited until the season was done or at least until, towards the end of the season um, obviously what a record he's had I've lost track now of how many wins that he's had, but it might be seven out of eight. I think it is. It might yeah. be eight out of nine. <laughs> um, but f- f- thoroughly deserved, you have to say. It doesn't get much better than that, does it? Only one defeat in that time, and that was against the 10 men, I think, in that match. Is mm-hmm. it home to Motherwell? Potentially?
0: Yeah, so, them, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting on Sunday. I mean, I think the, the stuffing's maybe been knocked out at Rangers, um, obviously. The title is pretty much over and they're going to end up the season trophyless. And It'll be interesting to see how Michael Beale responds at the weekend. There's obviously plenty of players who are going to be out of contract next season. Does he already start planning for next season by you know not playing those players who aren't going to be there?
1: Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a disappointing... Se- any season for Rangers you don't win a trophy is disappointing. Um, it's not been a great season for them and I do think they need an absolute cull in that club uh, player-wise. I think, how many Rangers players would get into that Celtic team? Mm. And you have to say, there's not many, if any, to be fair. So they've got a really busy summer ahead, Rangers. Yeah. A really, really important summer as well. Otherwise, yeah. they're going to find themselves regressing and further behind Celtic rather than catching them up.
0: Yeah, and I think that's where maybe Hearts and Aberdeen might, might see an opportunity next season, because the gap is just too big between you know, those clubs and Celtic and Rangers at the moment.
1: The gap's as big as it's ever been. Yeah. I've been watching football in Scotland for thirty odd years, and I've never seen a gap like this. You used to think that Rangers or Celtic going away to Tynecastle, going away to Petardry were tough games. Mm-hmm. And the, just really, the, the last couple of seasons, There just haven't been. Yeah, yeah,
0: but there might be corners, Greg. We never know. So those are the angles that you might be tackling um, on the two Sunday games at Tynecastle and at Ibrox.
1: Yeah, I th- think that's the best um, approach to take. We did well in the last round of matches. I think we had Ross County to get three at um, Tynecastle. The Ross County do hit some pretty good numbers for corners, obviously right in the mix of relegation. So they're probably a shout at home to Livingston. And I think we backed Motherwell to get two at Celtic Park. And I think we've <laughs> ended up with three, I think, in a, yeah. a one all draw. So always a nice little angle, I think, on, on the corners angle for just what. Two or three corners Yeah But match of the day though From Saturday Comes from The Fortress McDermott Park
0: Sadly it's, it's not A fortress for a A fortress, for, a fortress <laughs>
1: for the away team <laughs> um, Now this fixture Quiz time How many goals Have been scored In the last six meetings Between the sides In Perth
0: Six meetings Perth St Johnston Dundee United I'll go with Five goals
1: Three goals <sighs> In six matches 1-0 United 0-0 1-0 United 0-0, 0-0 United. You have to go back to the 26th of September 2015 for the last time St Johnston scored in this match. So you're going back eight years since we last scored. It's going to Uh, be a cracking game.
0: The great entertainers, eh?
1: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Dungeon United are actually flying at the moment. Three wins on the spin. Jim Goodwin's come in. And if they win this match, they actually leapfrog St Johnston, which was unthinkable about, what, a month ago. Uh, Dundee United 21-10 in this game probably a no bet for me in this one. I'll be going to the match. I think if St Johnson win this game, then that pretty much puts to bed any chance of them being sucked into the last place, um, the automatic drop. But obviously, they can still be pulled into that playoff spot. But United win, they go above St Johnston. So it's a massive, massive match. United have sold out their allocation, and there's going to be a pretty decent St Johnson crowd there as well. So probably six or 7,000 fans at the ground on, on Saturday. Um, but not expecting a classic. <laughs> yeah,
0: I don't know how to deal with this, but I think I might have a week quid on the day. United at twenty-one to ten.
1: I would not blame you. I would not blame you. Our home form has been absolutely terrible um, mm. over the last two seasons. I think we spoke about this in the last podcast. Something like eight wins out of thirty-seven games across the last two seasons. So, Dundee United, you have to say. Form side at the moment Three wins in the spin Tails are up And 21 to 10 Isn't the worst of shouts
0: Yeah um, Okay Ross County are Bottom of the table Greg They're four points Adrift uh, They really need to be winning Against Livingston On Saturday at home If they've got any chance Of staying up don't they?
1: Oh 100% Although there's five games Left to play y- We are hitting on Must win territory Especially mm-hmm. at home Against the Livingston side Who Have definitely fallen away now over the last couple of months, they looked absolute bankers for top six, didn't they? They did. About February time, but yeah. they've gone on a really disappointing run and difficult to see how, they'll, how this game will pan out, but in terms of needs, Ross County must win this match. They have to win this match at home against a side, essentially with not that much to play for.
0: Yeah, Livingston's last three away games, are 2-0 in day United, a 3-0 defeat at Motherwell and a 3-0 defeat at St Mirren.
1: Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't blow well, does it? Nah. Ross County's huffing and puffing, really. They'll have a couple of decent matches, then they'll lose. So, again, no bet for me in this one.
0: And ironically, you know, although Livingston are kind of top of that bottom six, this looks like Ross County's probably most winnable game.
1: No, it does. Absolutely does. Obviously, Dungeon United have improved massively under Jim Goodwin. Kilmarnock won an away match for Whoa, the first time yeah. this season as well, which has got to be remembered. Motherwell of their really well under Stuart Kettlewell and St Johnson obviously maybe steady the ship under Stephen McLean with a draw against him so you, you could be right here but never never, um, never right, right off, Livy Livy. off. Yep. no never like yeah. right off don't, Levy.
0: I don't hate the 29 on 20 Ross County though um, you did mention that Kilmarnock won their first away game of the season certainly first league eh, away game of the season at St Mirren last week Sets so them up nicely for a trip to Motherwell who will just really be looking to finish the season as strongly as they can under Kettlewell
1: yeah, absolutely. I guess the, the question here is, Kevin Van Veen, anytime goal scorer, 13 to 10. That's all you <laughs> need to know. <laughs> uh,
0: what's he sitting on now? Uh,
1: 20, 200, 20 300. Or, uh, yeah, he's, he's had a remarkable season. Yeah. Anyone scoring 20 plus goals in the Premiership at a non firm club.
0: Yeah, it's
1: good goal. Even a, a provincial club um, is, is a tremendous feat. Obviously, he's not kicking on, but he's in his early 30s now, isn't he? So it'll be interesting to see if there's any interest in him come the this, come this summertime. But he's had a brilliant season for Motherwell. Stuart Kettle was had a dream start there. He really has. Uh, to get them to where they are now from where they were when he took over, it's been a great couple of months for Motherwell. Um, this game's difficult to call. Again, no bet for me. I think out of the 12 sides in the league this weekend, I think there's only two sides that are odds on. And that's yeah. Rangers and Celtic And yeah. that sums up the week this season, I think
0: Well, we say that, I'm just about to speak to you About Hibs and St Mirren I've got Hibs listed at 19-20 at home to St Mirren and... Yeah,
1: we'll just call, call them oh. evens <laughs>
0: <laughs> they, might, they might as well be Because we're not be touching them at 19-20, will we?
1: No, definitely not <laughs> You really just can't seem to work out the Hibs team They go on a really bad run Then you think they've turned the corner But they don't turn the corner They end up going... These steps forward, two steps back, but St Mirren obviously 14-5 to for a very good season St Mirren, they'll obviously be really disappointed to have lost that game against Kilmarnock and crawled their way to top six. Not so much for top six element of it, but it's really dented their European aspirations, I'd say, because a win there would have put them in 47 points and just a point behind Hearts. Yeah. Uh, in fourth so I, I really don't think they've got enough about them to to finish fourth and they'll probably finish um fight it out with Hibs for that kind of fifth or sixth place finish.
0: Yeah it's going to be difficult for either of them, we'll see seas- these two sides to finish either third or fourth however obviously Aberdeen at Ibrox, Hearts play Celtic this weekend so it might be an opportunity to close the gap a wee bit and put a wee bit of pressure on certainly maybe for Hibs you know they would still have an Edinburgh derby to play. If they could win that, then who knows? You know, they might still push hearts for that third place. Um, but yeah, no bet in on this one.
1: Yeah, I think this weekend in the Premiers, it's best small stakes and there's some of the games I'd probably best left alone. I think the fact we've had a two week break as well. Yeah. Since yeah. the last round of games, um, I would just let this week settle in and it'll give us four decent games to look forward to between now yeah. and the end of May.
0: Okay, I think that's I was covered just about everything for this weekend. Greg, can you just give us a wee recap of of your best bets so far?
1: Well, yeah, so the, the Scottish nap this weekend is Patrick Thistle to beat Wraith Rovers, tipped at 11 to 10. I think the best price at the moment is 8 to 11. I, I wouldn't back it any lower than that, but definitely one for the Accas. I'm also going to be backing all five championship games on Friday night over 1.5 match goals, and that pays 2 to 1. And I'll also be doing uh kind of Greg special on the early goal bet. So I'll go in the first ten minutes in all five matches, and I'll go in the first half an hour in all five matches, and that'll be shared on the channel. And I think I'll also have another two selections from the championship shared on the channel as well. Into League One, probably gonna back Airdrie away to Edinburgh City at six to five. And that's with Betts 65 And I'll probably have one bet lined up from the Lead 2 as well. OK, and
0: those will all be shared on your channel. If you don't already have a membership on Greg's Telegram channel, then just follow him on Twitter at Brownie84Greg where you can find out all the details of how to become a member. That's us for this week's podcast. Best of luck to all the teams who are finishing up their uh, seasons in Championship League 1 and League 2. We'll be back next week uh, with some more Scottish previews, so make sure you join us then. In the meantime, best of luck for your bets this weekend.
1: Cheers, guys. Good luck.